This episode, Three Pines sits down with me, Jacob Logel, to discuss keeping our brains healthy as we age. Every day I ask myself, what am I doing to live my best life? Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Three Pines Leadership. Here's your host, success coach, teacher, and mediator, Molly Doris. Hey, welcome back. This episode, we're talking about stress, and we sit down with therapeutic recreationist Jacob Logel to learn more about keeping our brains healthy as we age. Be sure to stick around to the end to get Jacob's great tip that you can implement right now to help keep your brain in tip-top shape. Let's get into it. The cost of stress in the United States is estimated at $300 billion, billion with a B, billion dollars per year. An estimated 1 million workers are absent from work every single day due to stress. This is an immense amount of lost productivity. Stress is key to our survival as a species, but too much stress can be detrimental. Emotional stress that overstays its welcome can have adverse effects on the immune system, can cause high blood pressure, it can cause fatigue, depression, anxiety, and even heart disease. When your body is under stress, your adrenal gland releases adrenaline, which is also known as epinephrine. And too much epinephrine can be harmful to your heart. Chronic stress causes the brain to produce more cortisol than it can release. And this overabundance of cortisol wears down the brain and its ability to function. Bottom line, stress is bad, okay? I'm definitely a fan of the practical here, so here are ways that you can reduce stress in your life. First off, exercise. Exercise is one of the most important things you can do to combat stress. Putting physical stress on your body through exercise can help relieve mental stress. The benefits of exercise are seen strongest when you exercise on a regular basis. Build exercise into your daily routine. Exercise lowers your body's stress hormones, such as cortisol that we talked about earlier, and it also releases endorphins. Those are the chemicals that improve your mood, and they act as natural painkillers. Exercise also improves your sleep quality, which can be negatively affected by stress and anxiety. It also improves your confidence. When you exercise regularly, you may feel more confident and confident in your body, which in turn promotes mental well-being. Think with your nose. Aromatherapy has been shown to have great effects in reducing stress. Try scents like lavender, rose, bergamot, frankincense, sandalwood, ylang-ylang, orange or orange blossom, geraniums, because studies show these are the most calming smells. Get yourself a diffuser or try lighting a scented candle. Have you tried journaling? Another way to handle stress is to write things down. While recording what you're stressed about is one approach, another is jotting down what you're grateful for. Gratitude may help relieve stress and anxiety by focusing your thoughts on what's positive in your life. So go on, grab some pens and paper, and get writing. Another great tip is to spend time with your family and friends, because social support from your family and friends can really help you get through stressful times. Being part of a network gives you a sense of belonging and it gives you a sense of self-worth, which can help you get through the toughest of times. Spend time with your friends who make you laugh because it's hard to feel anxious when you're laughing. Laughter is great for your health. 
Laughter relieves our stress response, and it relieves tension by relaxing our muscles. In the long term, laughter can really improve our immune system and our mood. I hope you find ways to incorporate all of those tips into your life. Now let's sit down with Jacob and learn some more. So hey Jacob, what inspired you to take the path you've taken in your career? Well, uh, I grew up with recreation, always going to community centers for summer recreational camps, sports and entertainment. It has a very sentimental meaning to me and I immediately fell in love with it, participating in recreational activities. It was and still is a big part of my life and I am extremely happy I chose this field of work. I chose to work with seniors because sometimes I find that they are the forgotten population. A lot of people I went to school with wanted to work with kids and there's nothing wrong with that. However, I have a connection with seniors. What is therapeutic recreation? Therapeutic recreation is very goal focused. It is a non-pharmaceutical approach that can improve a participant's physical and mental health and ultimately their quality of life. Therapeutic recreation is for people with physical, emotional, cognitive, or social limitations. Therapeutic recreation helps with the associated effects of these limitations and can help improve or just maintain them. Whether it's children or seniors or patients in rehabilitation programs, it can bring a lot of happiness to those who really need it. Wow. What's the connection between recreation and the brain? The brain needs to be stimulated. I'll talk about that in a bit, but uh, in the media today, we always hear about mental health, including depression, anxiety being the main ones. Recreation can significantly reduce the stresses that come with those illnesses. It can be used as a distraction to just simply get away from things. Personally in school, um, I was facing a lot of pressure and I used yoga to simply help me just by stepping away from those stresses caused by school and it really helped me focus, stepping aside from my studies and focusing on each stretch and movement. Recreation allows you to set goals for yourself and you can feel self-accomplishment. Social isolation, is not good for the brain and recreational groups provides opportunities to meet new people and make lifelong friends. How can recreation help our brains as we age? Two theories come to mind that are associated with aging and the brain. The wear and tear theory as well as the understimulated theory. So the wear and tear theory is when the brain is breaking down from factors such as alcoholism, drug abuse, mental illnesses, or just living a stressful life from work and family. The understimulated theory is not using your brain enough. A good example of this is when we're driving home from work and we're not even thinking about getting home. We take the same routine every day and we're just not getting enough stimulation while driving. Recreation helps with the balance between these two theories. When people think of recreation, they often think of just sports. Recreation is so much more than just sports. There's also the leisure side of recreation. Leisure and relaxation helps with the brain too. Here's your homework for the week. Break your routine. Take a different route home. Try something new. Cook something new. Meet new people. Stimulate that brain of yours. And always be sure to find a getaway from the stresses of your life. That's it for this episode. I'd like to thank Jacob Logel for taking the time to sit down and talk with us. I know I'm ready to take on his challenge to try something new, and I hope you are too. Let's go shake things up. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Three Pines Leadership. Psst. Sign up for the Three Pines mailing list.
to get success tips delivered to your inbox. I'm on the list. Are you?